welcome to episode 36 of Checkpoint Chat, your evergreen special, because uh, even though you're listening to this now, I'm in Cape Town. How does time travel? No, you're not. You, you're sitting right here That's a lie. in front of me. This is a, I'm astro projecting myself from across are, the Are you not real? Is this, uh, what? why am I in your house alone without you? I don't know. Why are you here? You break <laughs> into parents, my house? parents let me in. No like, one's here. Like, come in. Are your parents going away as well? No. Do not divulge this information. <laughs> no. Yes, my house is uh, open house at is the empty. moment. <laughs> just as you have to get past all 13 levels of my dogs. Who would feel... <laughs> oh my gosh, it is like an actual challenge. <laughs> Who would feed your dogs though? If you're away. Nature. I don't know. Oh my, we get back, there's only it will, 12. <laughs> it'll be a real life battle royale. Yeah. Natural Which selection. dog will survive? <laughs> my well, we spoke about in the other episode, the anim- animal royale. Yeah. 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 Go play that mm. game. Look mm. cute. Or don't. Or don't. <laughs> or don't. One of the two. <clears throat> Who, which, which dog would you say would win out of all of yours? The one with three legs. Is he strong? Everyone she undersells strong? him and he's strong. Yeah. He'd oh, fuck man. everyone up. Yo, every time I arrive, he's like, sup? And he like jumps on me and I'm yeah. like, ah. He doesn't have another leg. So he's like, I'll, I'll just jump. Yeah. Or like, look at this poor dog. Ah. <laughs> he Dying. is very strong. If he had four legs, we'd all die. She's like. He would, he would take what, over. What beat is he? Uh, it's like a mix between a... I guess like a burble and a Rottweiler or something yeah. like that. Yeah, he's got a lot of rotty in him. Rotty. I mean, he's cute. He's fucking he's cute very as strong. Well. He's just way mm. too strong. Way too strong. But yeah, so, yeah. this is a evergreen episode. How, how interesting! Way. We've never done a back-to-back recording before. Yeah, I'm pretty tired. Although so, we had a good, <laughs> we had a good smash interlude. Oh, in, it was in great. Between. I lost a lot of matches. I, I lost a couple of matches. Yeah, the AI <laughs> fucked us up a little bit. The AI was really good. We're playing level three AI. Yeah, and it goes and up to level nine. Up. Oh it goes up to ten. <gasps> it's up to ten. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Yeah, that's where they just don't lose at all. My favorite part though is that how we've got such a limited roster at the mm. moment because <laughs> we haven't actually played the game that much. My favorite much. part was in matches going for the smash ball and I knocked him off the you, stage. You screwed me. And then when I used my final smash as Yoshi. Oh, and, and I died. All your Yoshi family <laughs> just, <laughs> they trampled just trampled him. <laughs> it was very fun. Jeez, like. So, um, yeah, here's, here's but yeah, smash is a good time. Yes, but we're time. here to talk about our favorite five games each of the year. Now, disclaimer. This does not mean that each of the games have come out this year. <gasps> well, well, especially not in my For Matty, I mean, it would be pretty unfair to do that because like everyone plays games at their own pace and mm-hmm, Matty mm-hmm. plays games that are three years old. My game of the year would be like one game that I've played that came out this year or two. No, one. God of War. Probably, yeah, mm, God of War. Mm, I played Hollow Knight as well, but that didn't come out this year. Yeah, that's a came tricky out on one for Switch me, yeah, it came year, out, I tried to nominate it for Critical Hits things, and, and they were like, like no. nah, nah, fam. And I was very sad, because it, it came out on Switch this year, and I feel like it was mostly talked about this year. So yeah. it's most relevant this year. Yeah. So, but whatever, Game Awards are weird. Whatever. Let's talk about your favorite five games you, of the year. Do you want to go 1-1? One, one? Sure, sure, let's do that. Are, are, we, are we ranking them? I am Five. going to rank mine, and I'm oh, going to put no. mine in ascending order, so from five to one. Oh, no, wait, I need a timestamp. Fuck, please. I have to, okay, hold on, I have to write down my games now, otherwise I'm going to... <laughs> You're going to forget them. Yeah, I'm going I'm to forget one, and then I'm going to feel really bad. Okay, um, hang on, let me let me also get my shit going together. I, I don't know how to rank mine, though. This is tricky, man. Oh, yeah, you have to, you're on the spot now. <sighs> okay, this is definitely there. Okay, which is, please hold, you think we're prepared on this show? No, not at we, all, not at all. Um, this is definitely there. I think definitely um, my mm-hmm, number five mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me just write mm-hmm. this down. Fuck, what's my fifth mm-hmm. game now? I've forgotten. Oh, wait, no, I know what it is. Okay, cool. So my fifth one, I'll go first then, is um, Beat Saber. Should I timestamp these? 
Um, mm, not really. Nah, yeah. I mean, nah, this, this is, is going to be a, a non-time step in so, yeah. episode it's anyway. Fine. So it's fine. Yeah, my fifth one is Beat Saber. Nah, I played it recently, and okay, so I haven't played Astrobot yet, even yep. though I know everyone's raving about that. V, you know, in terms of great VR games, yes. I played Moss this year, which was phenomenal. I played um, ah, what's the other VR game? Tetris Effect, which ah, is really Tetris good. Um, but Beat Saber is just like for me the perfect VR package. It's oh, yeah? like a game that would not work without VR. Firstly, yes. uses motion controls very well, and I think in terms of the limitations of PSVR, it works super super well. Yes. It's got great music, even though it could use customizable tracks. Um, but just One like day. the way it gets you moving and the way it uses its, you know, highway of notes that, uh, you know, to fit in with the music is really good. And I think it's just really accessible as well. Um, you know, I started out on easy and I quickly ramped up to hard and expert because I think mm. the climb is pretty easy. But I got Shani playing and within like 10 minutes, she had moved up to hard as well. Jason. And like she, I've tried to get her into VR before and she's never dug it and she fucking adored beats it. Yeah. So it's accessible. It's really great in like a party mode and it's got a good campaign, even though it's got some issues with some of the challenges are really stupid. Um, but what a game, like hands some down, one stuff. of the best VR experiences I've had just through and through the, it is one of those games like, I would point to and say you need VR to, to play like, that. You, yeah. you, you should buy VR to play this to experience mm. this because it is really, really good. So yeah, Beat Saber is number five. Good year for VR. Oh yeah, especially though. PSVR. So a lot good. of exclusives on their platform like Astrobots and Moss started out as an exclusive, not anymore. And nabbing Beat Saber, fucking great year. And uh, there was a shooter, Bravo. No, no, not Bravo. Uh, um, Fire, Firewall, Firewall yeah, which yeah. is apparently very good. Um, yeah, great year for PSVR. Yeah, very so, yeah, so Tetris Effect as well. <gasps> Should I need VR for that one? Yeah, Tetris Effect is a close sixth on my list. I love oh, that game so much. just lost out to a Beat Saber. Yeah, lost yeah. out to Light Sabers. Who would have thought? Who would have thought, yeah. Okay, let me What's your number five? my number five. Another game I actually played this year, I forgot. <gasps> I'm going gonna, gonna to give it to uh, Dead Souls. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay. okay. Dead Souls. What, what can I say about Dead Souls? That other you than haven't already. Th- that it's, it's just such a beautiful action game. Look at the smile on your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, so... Dead Souls, I don't know, man. It's one of those games where I didn't know anything about it, Mm -hmm. but all of our friends were playing it. Our Mm. friend group in particular, that WhatsApp gaming group, everyone was playing Dead Souls saying like, oh, how far have you made it? I did this. I it was got a good this. period of time. Yeah, yeah, and everyone was playing it. I was like, what the hell is Dead Souls? And I looked it up. And I, I, I lie, I had seen a trailer before. I was like, that looks mm. quite cool, but I never thought twice about it. Everyone was playing it, came to Switch. I picked it up and man, I put a good 30, good 35 hours in that game and I was hooked. Go back I think a few. You got hooked more than anyone in that group. Yes, go go back a few episodes and ask. I'll speak about this game. I was climbing into bed, saying like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna do one run," and like literally, one to two hours later, I'm there saying like, "Okay, I really need to sleep now. <laughs> like, I can't keep playing this game." Uh, managed to be on normal and hard, and then I, I shelved it because I'm like, "Yeah, I've got my time from it." Is there another but, level of difficulty? Yeah, there's probably there's very hard, and I'm assuming there's another one after uh, that, which is just it's doable. I made it. I think I made it to the last boss on very hard but you don't get potion charges i don't think mm. like the whole run so it's like Hardcore. mad it's really mad but there's um, a new update coming out i don't know if it is out but i no, remember reading soon. yeah there's the the whole whole patch notes on this update and it looks really good some good quality of life stuff and new content as well yeah new content and one of the things that i i didn't one i don't want to say criticism it's just the way the game's designed but 
in Dead Cells, the way the enemies scale, they scale based on your level. Mm-hmm. Which I feel is not cheating, but it's a bit like, well, are you really getting stronger as you mm-hmm. play the game? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, no, not really, because you can pump stats into health or whatever, but you're always going to get hit and take a lot of damage or do like X amounts of damage to an enemy. Yeah. Now, if I understand they're taking that out. Oh, okay. Which means that enemies, as you go, they're just going to have a fixed amount of health, fixed damage. And they're tied whatever. to the difficulty level probably? Uh, probably, but it makes me think that there's more opportunity for glass cannon builds where mm. you couldn't do that before. No, you couldn't it, because they're scaling with you. Yeah, yeah, they're scaling with you. So now I'm hoping it's like I'll be fragile with the build, but I can like one-hit things. Yes. So yeah. I want to try stuff like that. So maybe when that drops, I'll dive back That'll into the game. Yeah. Um, which are Dead Souls. Really great game. So cheap. I mean, it's worth like 300 bucks. Yeah, and it's great on Switch. It is so good on Switch, but it's available on PC, PS4. PS4. I don't think on Xbox One. Not yet. on Xbox. Maybe. I can't remember. Yeah. Fun fact, it won a best action game. It oh, game, really? Game beat out yeah, uh, God of oh, War. What? Who would have thought? <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's my number five. What is your number four? Number gets four. Tougher tougher. Yeah, it gets... I'm looking at my... And you, you must remember, okay, you've played a lot of games this year and obviously oh. very good ones. I've only played good games this year because I'm... Yeah, you're catching up I'm like, games. Yeah, yeah, I'm busy filtering yeah. through all the good stuff, so it's really hard to choose. So my number four <laughs> will be... Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man is not a game that I think does anything exceptionally new, but what it does do is refine a lot of open world stuff to a point that I just adore it. Like I fell in love with mm. that game. Um I think what really grabs me about that game is just the swinging. They nailed the swinging so much. Yeah. Um that I I feel like, you know, getting around the city is just fun. Yeah. Um and then the story was way more affecting than I thought it would be. They reinvented characters in very clever ways. Mm. They took the story in interesting ways, but the, the, the best part of it was just the humanity that Yuri Lowenthal um, gives to Peter oh, Parker. Peter Parker. Um, and, oh God, I can't remember who's the voice actress for Mary Jane. Is it Laura Bailey? Maybe. Not it might Laura be. Bailey, but they, like... The writing between Peter and Mary Jane is really, really good. Mm. And there's really good hard-hitting story moments. Mm. Um, and yeah, the game is good. Like, the combat's really fun. Um, the getting around is really fun. It's got, you know, typical some of that open-world bloat. Mm. Uh, but I think a lot of the stuff, like hunting down collectibles in the city, um, always has some, you know, tie back to past Spider-Man events because, like, this is a Peter Parker who's been Spider-Man been around, for eight yeah. years. Yeah, So you get... You know, for, for like comic book fans and movie fans, you get these neat little callbacks that mm. are really fun. Um, and I just think Insomniac really nailed a, a superhero game in the way that Rocksteady did with Batman. Yeah, They've got a really solid base now to just build upon. Mm. Um, and I can't wait to... I, I still got to play some of the DLC. Um, and I have like I have some issues with the game. Some of its pacing is weird and some of its combat gets a bit strange. But like I played that game for like 40 hours and I platinumed it mm. and yeah i will Sounds dive like back time, into it in day. Well spent. It. i mean maybe if i played assassin's creed odyssey by now it would have replaced this on the list because mm. most people seem to enjoy that one more but i can't deny that i had a ton of fun with spider-man yeah. and it surpassed my expectations i yeah. thought spider-man would be good but not fantastic and it ended it up being fucking fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. yeah so very good feel, feel sorry for spider-man though because we spoke about this yeah before. it's the it's this year's horizon zero dawn it's just it's like good but not good yeah. enough but for, not not a single yeah. award at the game awards but it's 
It's just I mean, it got nominated a bunch. Yeah, yeah, it got a bunch of nominees. But, but it's it's the same with Odyssey. Odyssey yeah, didn't get a single nothing, award. Yeah. And it's like considered one of the best Assassin's Creed's oh, ever made. This competition was tough this year. So competition was but tough hey, this year. But hey, it gets a spot on your, your top mm, five. Mm, so it should feel privileged. <laughs> oh, <laughs> such, a, such a high profile uh, yeah, <laughs> top I mean, five list. On Sandy's top five list. Oh, man. So my number four. Horizon Zero Dawn, the <gasps> big big shock. I've played From so I've played so many good games this year. It's really hard to choose. Going through my list, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, though, I think definitely deserves a spot because I played it platinum last month. Started mm-hmm. two three mm-hmm. months ago, and you know what? It it hold up to the praise even a year later, mm-hmm. a whole year and a half later. Um, yeah, the game is just beautiful. It's a lot of fun to play. Like the combat's great. Combat's. Uh, I think that's probably the best part of the game in my opinion is the combat um story is okay like i i I agree with you not big fan of the tribal politics Mm, and mm. like the thing he has he has my thing the 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 actual backstory i find very interesting the fact that you know humanity has been wiped out by machines xyz fast forward like i don't know it's like two thousand three thousand years later whatever it is and you've got these small pockets of like very it seems like prehistoric tribes but they've got some technology and they, it's really cool because they've adapted technology yeah, that they don't into, understand exactly like, into their weapons and stuff and they use like, like electrical wires and hair braids mm, and stuff. it's, it's cool. like that that's that, that actual backstory is cool but the tribal politics themselves i find it very like meh i mm. I, I know that they each have their own culture but even by the end of the game i was like yeah you get the shadow carger and then you get the Mm. like the I can't even remember their names like yeah I, the I can't remember yeah like the, so I know Aloy is Nora the, then there's the Banuk and I'm like yeah but it wasn't it just didn't grab me yeah no um, I, I 100% agree with you but but the combat in the game is like I can't wait for Horizon Zero Dawn 2 because mm-hmm. the game's gonna look even better mm-hmm. it's we're assuming it's coming out next gen I would put it's a launch yeah, a launch, a launch title, title. I was yeah. thinking it'll be a launch title and the, they're gonna refine that combat i imagine I, like i don't know how you would make it better maybe add some stuff in refine it further but shots new machines new items new weapons whatever hopefully a better story like not that the story think, is bad i think a but, story yeah. that maybe expands on its lore a yeah bit more. because Which the, 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 world, the ending like kind yeah, of hints at it does yeah the ending hints at it's like well okay there's a whole big world out there still yeah. you know so they've got the world there the the settings there i just want them to I don't know, maybe Exploring. pull me in more. Like the tribal stuff just wasn't meh. Mm. Like wasn't for me. It doesn't mm. mean it's not mm. for everyone. Um, but yeah, what a game. A game is, yeah. I, and and, so and it's, it's really good that it's still on your list even though you've played some like huge exclusives this year that mm. I think are way are, are better than Horizon. But like Horizon does... Mm. Well, I, I played the DLC just like the end of last year when it came out and like it just reminded me how much how I adored that is, game. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah, that's my number four. What is your and number three? This is where it starts getting fucking so difficult. For me, uh, because my number, my number two and three, I could interchange given on the day. Yeah. Um, but for today, my number three is going to be Celeste. Oh boy! How one hundred percent? Like Celeste came out in January. Okay? Sure. Yeah, it's like, right at the ages yeah. ago. But it's a, it's a game that apparently people have been following for a long time. But I only like picked up on it. When there was a lot of buzz just before it launched, that, mm. oh, it's a hardcore platformer. It's this like pixel art style, really good, and now it's on Switch. Mm. So it's like I could do it with a hardcore platformer, or whatever. And then the reviews came out, and it was just like it's tens, amazing. tens, yeah. tens. Like this is a challenging but very fair platformer. 
at you know the stages are small enough that when you retry retry it's really fast and really satisfying mm. um but then also that they baked in this intense story um you know about dealing with anxiety and depression into this platformer that somehow melds its narrative with its platforming challenges it's yeah. so smart like it shouldn't work but it does it does yeah it's just it's so good there's great characters in celeste um uh, that kind of like push the story forward and at the end of the day you're just climbing this mountain mm. but the mountain is like a metaphor for like internal Actual, struggles yeah. and you meet other characters with different forms of you know emotional baggage and stuff mm. like that but at the end of the day the the uh platform is just sublime just so good yeah, yeah. you you you're jumping, you're also using a button to hang onto platforms and you've got like a stamina meter mm. and then each stage kind of has like its own kind of twist to it. So sometimes you'll hit these crystals in the air that give you an extra dash ability in there. Mm. So you chain these dashes together. Another one will have these like weird spacey blocks where if you dash into it, then you'll exit on the other side of mm. the block in that same direction. So you've got to plan your jumps. Yeah. Like, it's just, there's so many great ideas in that game. Mm. It's... It's it's so one of the good. most perfect platformers I've ever played, and now and then on top of it, it has my favorite uh, soundtrack of the year. Mm. Like, um, oh god, what's her name? Lena. I'm searching it. Look it up. Yeah, I have to because it's. Um, I'm gonna say Lena Headley, but that's the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I mean the. I think it's Lena Rain. Lena yeah, Rain. Lena Rain. She uh, composed the the soundtrack for. Celeste, I think it's her first one ever for a game. Jeez, and it's fucking phenomenal. It's that's so awesome. Uh, and and the way it worked, like you're playing Celeste and you're dying on a stage. Like I've died on certain stages like fifty times before getting. Sure. It. The fact that you can do that and the music doesn't get boring mm. is a testament. That's to really how good. good it yeah. Is. Um, and it fits in with the uh, the theme so well. Like I fucking hope Celeste becomes like a Smash character, just so we can oh, have a stage. Oh, that'd be nice. Celeste music <laughs> um. And not even just the stage, you get a whole catalogue of Celeste music added. <laughs> yeah. So Lena, uh, I'm just reading it. Lena Rain is a composer for games and media with 11 years experience, but I think this is her first original soundtrack. Oh, nice. Uh, for a game. Yeah. As far as I can tell. So, But yeah, it's phenomenal. You should play Celeste. It's on I'm going PlayStation to. as yeah. well. Uh, it's great on Switch. <gasps> Everything's great on just Switch. Just using it. Holy <laughs> crap. Yeah, I'll, that game yeah, yeah, yeah. dumbstick new no, no, not no, not no, good. No, no, no. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, Hot some damn. people prefer it. I think it's fucking terrible because, like, I you need to be so precise in mm. the game. Like, smallest mistakes get punished. So, jeez, yeah. but yeah, but one of the best games I've I, ever played. I'm gonna play, pick it up. Yeah, soon. So good when I'm done with Smash, which is never. Ha. Never. <laughs> What's your three? <gasps> the Witcher three. Oh, fuck! <laughs> How'd that work out? So that's well, a 2015 game. We're getting even I know, yeah. Back. We're going back in time, yeah. No, the thing is, The Witcher 3 is really good, but I've got my top two games I feel resonated with me a bit better, but mm -hmm. we'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. What can I say about The Witcher 3 that everyone doesn't really know? So I only played this game this year, obviously, three years later after the fact. And you know what? It still holds up. It really met all Did expectations. I played on PC, okay, yeah. Okay, nice. On uh, high detail. But I can go play the you DLC play with the now. controller, right? I played with the yeah, controller, yeah. those keyboard and mouse controls. And I don't know, that game is just probably the best RPG I've ever played. Yeah. Um, the combat's probably my only criticism, which we both know. It's, I, I didn't it's mind, not the best. I didn't mind the combat, yeah. but I agree with you. The more I play the game, the more I was like, oh, it's a bit of a chore. Like, yeah. you just... 
Like it's not doing bad. It, it's just no, not yeah. But I, I was doing it more just to get through the story, then mm. more than like how hey, I want to rush through the story to play more of the combat. Mm. Although the it's magic like, stuff is pretty dope. Actually. Yeah, no, the the, 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 so the combat's fine. But if I compare, it, say, with The Witcher to Horizon Zero Dawn, like yeah. Horizon's combat's way more engaging, especially mm. in the long run. It's just I never got tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never played a game like The Witcher where so I'm the sort of gamer where if I get a new game. And I'm and it's an RPG. But like I'm going to listen to every single line of dialogue. I'm going to read every bit of law, <laughs> and I always start out that way. And then after a few hours, I'm not. I start not skipping it, but I start speed reading and like rushing through because I want to just play the game. Hmm. Which is the first game I've played in a long time where I actually sat and I just watched. Like it's like a movie happening. Just listen to the dialogue. Went through every dialogue option. Took on many side quests because they're really good. And it mm. wasn't ever, ever like, I suppose I should do a side quest to level up or whatever. It's really just like, hey, I'm in this area. Oh, that person needs help. Shit. The side quests I've done before have been actual stories in themselves, not like, I lost my chicken. Go fetch this mm, or mm. bring me five radishes from the field out there. <laughs> it's actually you go do full-on stories as your side missions yeah um and it's just very engaging and that world is interesting and yeah i, I just really 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 enjoyed it I, you haven't played any of the deals no yet, i'm gonna yeah. play that next year with my new computer i also i also <sighs> need to need to get to those i haven't mm. I haven't, and i've heard blood and wine is fucking yeah. phenomenal it, so. it, it actually works out nice because i'll i'll play the witch and as much as i wanted to go back and carry on playing i was like you know what it's fine i'll save the dlc for mm-hmm. let me play other stuff so early next year, I do plan on playing the first one, which is uh, Heart, Heart of Stone. Stone yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll play Blood and Wine next year as well. But otherwise, I'll play one. I'll play Hearts of Stone and then save Blood and Wine for the next year. Yeah, and then I'm by patient, then Cyberpunk you know. will be out. Maybe. Oh, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Witcher, Witcher Three is. Incredible. Yeah, no. So if, if you're an RPG fan, even if you're not, I mean, mm. look, the game does pose a risk of being too big. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're the sort of person who loses interest or finds it difficult to not leave stuff unchecked oh god you'll struggle it, it like yeah. it depends if you've got the time and you enjoy ticking every box like the witch is perfect for you yeah, you can put yeah. 200 300 hours into just the base game um but yeah it's uh, you you basically you can tailor it to how you want so i did you know mix of main mix of side mix of main and mm-hmm. I played 90 hours of the game and I enjoyed like every single bit of it. So uh, it's just, there's just great side stories in, in mm. that game. Like that's what hit me the most is just like the, the side missions have compelling reasons to do yeah. them. Um, and it changed like at the time changed the landscape of open world RPGs mm. because like you look at what was coming out at the time, like Dragon Age Inquisition wasn't anywhere near as good. I think as as The Witcher Three, yeah, and like anything Bethesda had done at that point was like it just sets a new bar for like this is what open world RPGs mm. the quality should be like, yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it's tough for other games to hit that mm. right now. It's a it's a great game. Yeah, so good. Go play it. It's it's dirt cheap on every platform. Well, it is. Yeah, it's PC, always, Xbox, always on PlayStation now as well. Like, you can get I the constantly see it on special. Yeah, you get the game of the edition, which is the base game and the two expansions, which are arguably games in themselves. Um, yeah, for like uh, three hundred bucks. Hearts of Stone is like ten hours, and Blood and Wine can be like twenty to thirty hours. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it's like twenty. And when they launched, it was like thirty bucks for both. Yeah, like it's yeah. It's crazy. Stay it's like cheap. one one dollar per hour of gameplay, mm. which is a bad way to look at gameplay. Good value for money. <laughs> yeah, very good gameplay. Good value for money. What so is your number I think three? our top two are the same. 
Maybe. Yeah. What's and your, I think what's they your even num- ordered the same. Wait, what is what is your number three? Celeste. Oh, wait, you said your number three. Sorry, so what's mm. your number two? Hollow Knight. Of course it's Hollow Knight. <laughs> Mine's also Hollow Knight. <laughs> I, I even had like a tough time deciding between Hollow Knight and my number one. Mm. Um, but Hollow Knight was like the biggest surprise of the year for me because... I mean, I'd heard about it last year. Yeah. And everyone's saying, this is a great game. Mm. This is uh, really good. And I remember starting it on the plane back from E3. And that was probably the worst idea ever because I soon realized, yeah, yeah, you're tired. You need to be in a comfortable space, like when you're playing Hollow Knight. Mm. Because like the first hour or two I played on the plane, I put it down. I was like, I don't know if I like Mm. this at all. Like it's really slow. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. but then when I got back and really dug into it, like fuck, that yeah, game, the is game just, just so grabs you. Good. It's it's a game that just keeps on giving, mm. man. No, it, it really that's it one really line goes. that actually applies to that. Game. It just the more you dig into it, the more it shows you, the more it gives you to do, the more mm. the more complex it becomes. Like it's a hard as it's so hard that mm, game at difficult. times, even though it's got very simplistic combat. Um, but it's constantly rewarding to find a new like place because each place feels like a new biome. Mm. It has its own music and music enemies, and yeah, yeah, the music is awesome mm. as well. That soundtrack. Fun, fun fact. So you know, on Spotify, I don't know if you did it. On Spotify, they had a campaign now. You they like give you a a generated image of your most like listened to oh, okay, albums cool. and how much how many hours you spend listening to music. My most listened to album this year was Hollow Knight's oh, is it? soundtrack. Yeah, it's it's really good. Like you hear the, like the creepy turns of like deep nest or like the cool the cool music from um the royal beehive place mm. um it's just so good i mean it's, a, it's an rpg about bugs yeah and it's just it's a really good RPG. yeah it's really really good like the story is super vague i had mm. to read up about it yeah um and it's told in like riddles but man just walking around collecting currencies collecting new powers finding things in completely different orders to you yeah Oh, yeah, we, we had completely different experiences. Yeah, because, like, none of the game is really gated. Mm-mm. Like, you can... Mo- okay, some places are intentionally locked off until yeah. you get a specific ability, but usually getting those abilities, you can get them completely out of order. Mm. Um, so, in a sense, a true Metroidvania-ish. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good. Oh yeah, it's got a lot more in common with, like, Dark Souls in 2D, but it's got this Metroidvania vibe to it, but... Also, like all the maps fold into each other. It's just so good. Yeah, it's what you said earlier. Is the more you dig, the you know the, that game like astounded me. When I hit a new area, I'm like, okay, new area. And towards the end of the game, I'm like, cool. This must be one of the last areas I'll discover. Mm-hmm. And then I dig a bit deeper, and it's like, oh, oh no, there's a whole other biome here. This must be the last area. Dig a bit deeper. Oh, there's another one. Like when I was done that world map, I couldn't believe how yeah. It, how it's big huge. it was and how it was it all stitches together it, mm-hmm. and it makes sense you're like oh of course this is like next to this place or yeah like oh i didn't realize i could get to this city well to this part of the map from this part of the map but like it makes complete sense oh, like the the, it, the further you go down the like darker and dreary yeah. it becomes like like deepness with all the spiders is oh right gosh, at the bottom and it's so dark in there. yeah it's <laughs> so dark but then as soon as you get to the top you get like those flowery rose gardens mm. with the queen and it's so it's, it's so meticulously good. thought out it's mm. yeah the the amount of detail and polish in that game and it's an indie game as well i mean made by two people it's 
like that that blows my mind. I always say Stardew Valley, like made by one guy, incredible. Mm. And the same goes for Hollow Knights. It's two people, yes, but holy shit. Yeah. The, the it's mad. Visually, it's gorgeous. The gameplay is so tight. And the platforming is just, I mean, it's, a, I say platform, it's not really a platformer in the There's sense of like, platforming challenges. yeah, there, there are some, but I don't see it as like a traditional platformer. Mm. Like if I look at Ori, for example, that's, oh, yeah, no, that's, that's like 90% yeah. platforming, 10% combat, whereas yeah. this is really, I don't know, like 70% combat, 30% And also Hollow Knight's platforming is not its best attribute. No, no. Like you have to you, get, you have to get a feel for it. Jump. Yeah. Because yeah. it does feel a little bit off, but once you get it. It's, I feel like when you get the dash, it feels way it's, better. Yeah, it opens yeah. the game And up. I got the dash super late <laughs> into the game. Like super, super I'm, late. I'm glad you stuck it out there because I, c- I can understand. I mean, one of our friends, Nicola, he, he played the game. He's like, I just can't yeah, play can't this get it, yeah. and i completely understand if you if it's not your sort of game you're gonna hate it but mm. if you dig deep enough shit you definitely have to stick oh my with gosh. it for you, a few hours and this is one of those games and i know you and i both hate this it's like the game really gets good after x hours yeah i Thank- like five hours yeah thankfully five. this isn't like hooked. 20 or 30 hours it's just a handful of hours and then there's something about it just clicks yeah I was and then, just then you just can't stop hooked. playing it you just want to keep going further like further every and- night i was playing that for a good like three four hours yeah and it, it took like i think my total time completion was 30 yeah, and it was only I, like sixty percent. I complete. played for about thirty, thirty-five hours as well. I'm mean, even that number. Sorry, it's a like, it's a what a fifteen-dollar game. Yeah, for, fucking for crazy. And so I know people like Jeff criticize the length, and a part of me agrees. Like, yeah, maybe it's a bit too long. Mm, but I, but I never like I, I never felt it was too long. But I, I agree. Felt, Some people yeah. might get fatigued after like twenty hours. Say no. I, I mean, want to I, I understand now. that because the mechanics don't really change. But yeah. I, I there was so much joy in finding new new spaces Stuff, to explore yeah. and like it does the dark souls thing of man i'm getting really good at this combat i'm fucking yep. people up you find a new place you're like oh Christ. No. <laughs> yeah. when i when i found that beehive place they were just messing me up like and also because you can you can find them out of order like mm. sometimes you like you can always get past them mm. but sometimes you don't have the abilities that make it easier like i got to deep nest and there's that enemy who you can't attack from the front the they like face opens and they oh, yeah, at yeah. you so I was like, how the fuck do I get past this guy? And mm. every now and then I could find a route that circumvented them. But mm. when I got the dodge, I was like, oh, yeah, I understand. Nice. I can like phase through him and then hit him from behind. But mm. I didn't have that for like five hours. But so. but you can you can beat them without doing that. You can. It's, it's you, a very small window where they But tackle. it takes so long. Nah, nah, like nah. you hit them maybe once or twice. Like it, yeah. it was a chore getting through deepness mm. like that. But like that just shows you that. I, you could slug it out or you mm. could come back and you, be like, you I'm can, not ready for this area. Yeah, for the most part, you can finish that game without, like, from the beginning, mm. I'd say. You might need one or two core abilities, but otherwise you can fight anything in that game. Let me tell you, that DLC... I still need to play the DLC. It is... So not Guardmaster. So that's the, like, Boss Rush mm. DLC. The one, the... Mr. Grimm's Troop. Mm. Yeah. Dude... So that one is like you go out and you find things in the world and then you come back and you got to fight this like ringmaster of the circus. He is so hard. That that's yeah. where I stopped playing the game. Yeah. Because I'd been playing it for like 2 weeks solid there mm. and he was just fucking me up so quickly <laughs> and I was just like I can't I got to take a break and challenge I accepted. I need to go play this game. <laughs> I mean, I mean there there's some bosses in that game that are just they're so challenging but so when you overcome them the the one that got me the most, I think, was the five Beatles. Those Beatles, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> like, when, when I beat one, I was like, yeah, yeah. I saw two spawn. Yeah, like, and you're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that game is hardcore. That mm. game is very, very hard. But, but it's, it's satisfying, so yeah, when yeah. you when you 
best something. It, it's Especially a, in the Coliseum. It's actually, yeah. Oh my God, that Coliseum. I still haven't Don't finished even the get, last Coliseum challenge. It's, it's so difficult. Yes. But that game's a perfect example of you'll go to a place like, oh my God, this enemy is so hard. And then you, you fight a few of them and then you, you just, you're like, oh, mm. they're not that, I'm not scared of them anymore. Yeah. But some of those bosses. That yeah. was the first time when I entered the City of Tears like I was getting wrecked by those javelin dudes and oh, yeah. I run through there I don't even give a shit like mm. I just whack them once and they die yeah like, Some, that game is yeah so it, it has a good sense of progression like each nail master you meet increases your damage a little bit mm. and you can literally feel like oh this guy used to take three it's nice taking like two yeah. two or nice taking one like yeah yeah it feels great so yeah and I don't know it's like 150 bucks it's, yeah, it's, it's for so the price, cheap yeah. holy shit so much con- like unbelievable unbelievable amount of car and all the the dlc is free isn't it uh i think yeah well i have to confirm but if there's a game of the edition i don't imagine yeah, it being more think, than like 200 rand i think the void the void hearts edition you get now on ps4 and switch and stuff has all the dlc and it's still super cheap and yeah, god eats is a lot of dlc the dlc wasn't ever sold separately god must, i mean was it the dlc was never sold separately a lot of it think. was just just d- included d- yeah updates, yeah <sighs> Go yeah, Godmaster is crazy DLC. It's yeah. hardcore I need to go boss back. rush mode. <sighs> Man, Hollow Knight. So good. Hollow Knight, yeah. So that's both of our number twos. Mm, like, which brings us to our, our, our game, game of the year. year. Which is both... It's funny you should say Godmaster because oh. who's who's the Godmaster? God of... Uh, old Kratos. God of, God, God of all. God of boy. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's my number one. Yeah, no. That's your number that's, one. Hands down, my favorite game this year. One of my favorite games ever. I mean, you you even broke your rule of not playing modern games to play it. I know, because the thing is, I, I love the God of War franchise. And when that game is special to me in that we both saw it unveiled. We were there in the audience when it was I'll unveiled at E3. I'll never forget that. I know. So it's, it's, like it's there. I'm like, I have to play this game. So I bought it after much deliberation, two, three <laughs> weeks after launch. Played it and it's just so good. From start to finish, hmm. what, a, what a tight brilliant game like tight combat excellent narrative great characters mm. and the visuals like i played on a base ps4 and i'm still like how is this 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 console six years old and this game mm. looks like i don't know yeah the attention just, to detail it's just so good yeah sublime, it's so optimized yeah. and it just looks beautiful it's got so. a really good uh mixture of like like realism in like you can see kratos's individual muscles almost mm. like moving in his animations but then also it's super colorful and super you know like fantastical mm. so it's got this good balance between the two yeah where it's not just going for raw realism like raw norse mythology realism but it, it blends them very nicely yeah. i think it looks phenomenal and the game is just so much fun to play yeah. like it, it really took you on a journey yeah. i know it, it sounds stupid you you're on a journey with the crisis but i i sit and i think like yeah remember that time with the trace we did this oh what a good time you know proper it, journey it, it, it surprised me in so many ways because like you're coming from a franchise that was good. I always, in, I always enjoyed. I the enjoyed God of Wars, yeah. But they were, you know, character action hack and slash games, and they were fine. And their core appeal was like, oh, it's fast paced action and it's very bloody and gory. Mm. The story was never really that. You it was know, there, but not really. Yeah. yeah, and Kratos as a character was very bland. He was a he was a dick. Yeah, he and was he's just very a dick and unlikable. He was just like angry, you yeah, know, whatever. Like. Santa Monica, Sony Santa Monica taking this character and not only going, we're not going to forget the past, mm. but making him both acknowledge it and it making super good sense. Mm. Like, 
Yeah. I would have never in my wildest dreams expected it. I thought, I mean, even when it was revealed at E3, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's a different type of Kratos, but like, you know, it's a reboot. It's a complete sense. reboot, yeah. yeah but it's, but it's the same like, one. If same you, dude. <laughs> if you play the older games, there's so many parts of this game that resonate with you yeah. because he acknowledges past events. Like, oh yeah. my God. That, that's why I'll say it's, you don't have to have played uh, any of the original trilogy or whatever, but mm-hmm. you have such a deep appreciation for the character because you know you've been on you were with him when he he just killed every yeah, bloody god he was man. he was pissed off he killed everyone and then he comes out he and, killed the greek pantheon of he, gods. he killed like, everyone yeah <laughs> and then now you see him like very dark and brooding and you're like well i get it this, mm. this dude did some really sun. messed up yeah. yeah and he's trying to like be a good father and he did some messed up shit and he doesn't yeah. want his son to find out and oh it's really, really, really good, man. I really like this idea that all these mythological worlds are connected are in connected, some way. Are connected, yeah. So, like, Norse mythology is like a neighbor to Greek mythology. Yeah. So, oh, it's, it's a really I mean, cool... We won't, like, we won't spoil how that happens, but... Yeah. They, I mean, if you know Kratos come, came from Greek land, Greek... Mm. <laughs> Greek world. Greek, Greek world to, <laughs> to Norse world, you know that they exist in the same, yeah. you know, sort of universe... And but they, great, like they do, they do explain it somewhat. Yeah, they do. I mean, yeah. the story in God of War surprised me because it was just like it was this journey of Kratos and Atreus um, that you know kind of evolved. There's all these stumbling blocks in between, and just oh man, there's so many moments in that game with the story. Like you can see where it's going, mm. and there is that moment, you yeah. know, where I was like. What? I was literally like <laughs> sitting here. I was like, "Oh fuck no, they're not doing this." And then as it's going, I'm like, "Oh my god, oh boy, <laughs> they are doing this." That and it, it still sticks with me to mm. today. Just like, holy fuck, that was yeah, good. They, it was so well orchestrated, so so well done. And even just the the new, um, the new universe, the new mm. well, not universe, new world. The way it's fleshed out with Mimir, yeah, just telling you little anecdotes of like, oh yeah, is awesome. So throughout the game, and this isn't a spoiler, you don't see Odin or Thor, mm. um, but you hear a lot about them. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, he just tells you stories about them. You're like, Shit. Gives you this great backstory yeah. to the world. Yeah, these great little tidbits. And, you know, some of them might uh, come into sequels of the game. You never mm. know, because there's a lot of characters you don't see. Yeah, you, know, you hear from, a lot about them. Yeah, you hear a lot about these characters that you that you don't see. But I think, you know, on top of this, we're talking about the story and the characters and whatever, the great thing about this is that firstly it's this almost like this open world uh it to me it's more like a, me- a metroid game because you yeah, have to you... get this item so that you can go to this area and mm. then this area unlocks because and just you know moving from area to area and having this like distinct visual change with different enemies is really fun mm. oh, it's so good and the combat oh yeah God. That, that i've i don't know if i've ever played a game that uses the controller mm. that well like the not a single button is unused and not a single like the way you pull off combos and and it's mm-hmm. not difficult to to learn no I as you unlock so, yeah. abilities it's so natural like oh, i need to push this to do this and if i do this it'll do that they, they just use the, that control scheme they designed it so well yeah and it's it's like slower combat yeah more you know over the shoulder it's methodical yeah yeah but like that leviathan axe is one of the coolest video game weapons, weapons in yeah. a long time the the feeling of you know, throwing it, wedging it in someone's head, then running to someone and punching them with your fists. And, you know, as you're about to finish a combo, you recall your axe and he, like, incorporates that into his... It's, yeah. It's just... Fuck. I want to hug whoever game. designed that system. <laughs> like, 
it works so you. well. <laughs> it's so beautiful to watch in motion, and mm. it works so nicely. When you get the rhythm of it, oh. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, look, the, the, the game starts out a bit slow, let's say. Mm. I mean, you, you've got, like, your heavy attack and your light attack, and that's it. But as you start unlocking abilities, then it all starts to click into play, yeah. place, and you learn, like, oh, I should do this here and use yeah, this. Button holes and short pauses. And yeah, honestly, the, that control scheme, I was astounded how it just works. It is... Like you've got limited buttons, but they're like mm. they they give you different moves to do, and like you said, just by no, okay, you attack, then you just pause, and you go into different stance, and you can do like a whole other rhythm mm. of moves, whatever. And, so you, and you did all the combat challenges afterwards, I so that I, really I platinum that game. Yeah, I geez, I it is. Yeah, oh, maybe I'll return so and fun. do that. But uh, you should. It's it's really going back and fighting the Valkyries. It's difficult, but it's mm. oh, man, it's mm. so good. I mean, so they've said there's not going to be story dlc for it mm, i think uh that's Sony santa monica's straight into a sequel yeah like, don't don't, don't waste your time with dlc not, just go not straight doing to a sequel. sequel but uh yeah it put it this way it was like a surprise because like it had been delayed and you know what we had seen of the game looked awesome mm. but i'd never expected a god of war to be this emotionally impactful story-wise this tight gameplay-wise mm. and just they reinvented the series without forgetting where it came yeah. from. Um, I put it this way. I never have thought it would have been like a game of the year. Oh, but so yeah. I thought it'd be excellent, but not sort of like the old God of Wars. Like they were good. They really were. Like I enjoyed them, whatever, but I don't, I don't think material, they were a game no. of the year material. Mm-hmm. No. So yeah. Now, Surprise. This one, was, <laughs> this one was just, yeah, it's, it's a game that there's so many games on uh, you know on, on ps4 that you should buy ps4 for but this is the one, the one like yeah. this is the one that everyone it's probably one of the best games of the generation mm. uh easily yeah it's, it's just it's phenomenal super yeah. just, just play super it. good i'm very happy that it won awards at the game awards it mm. thoroughly deserved it and Corey barlog and his team done phenomenal work yeah. you know at santa monica the studio that was struggling like, yeah struggling to put out good stuff so a good redemption story for them as well and mm. i can't wait to see where they take god of war 2 this, oh my. this sequel yeah because there's some shit that happens in that mm. story that is just who <gasps> boy need a, need a sequel who <laughs> boy cannot wait to see where that shit goes yeah you should read up some of the conspiracy theories it's it's really interesting wild. Shit. It's, it's so wild so maybe just a well a few ones that missed my list personally yeah i've got one i want to give a shout out to yeah um if anyone's wondering, Red Dead Redemption 2 is not on my list because uh, I think Red Dead... The more I play... So I've been playing more Red Dead lately, um, getting into it a lot more. I think there's a lot going on in that game. A lot of... Yeah. The sheer breadth of what's in that game, like the amount of detail and what you can do is... Insane. Staggering, but I also think that works against it because I've... Put it this way, I've played like maybe 15 hours. I still yeah. don't feel like the game started. Oh, like I'm still doing missions and I'm on chapter three that feel like tutorials. Oh, wow. So I don't feel like I'm set in this rhythm yet, you know? Yeah. So I always feel like uneven and uncomfortable. But there's things in the game that I'm really enjoying. Like I'm enjoying hunting and I've got a better grip on combat now mm. and um, exploring its world is fun. I just don't... It it hasn't resonated with me in the way that it has with other people. Mm. Um, and I think it's still a really, really, really good game. But when I think back to how I could not stop thinking about the first Red Dead Redemption when I played it, mm. like I fell in love with that game. I have not. That hasn't happened with the second one. Yeah. And I'm, in a way, like I'm disappointed. 
mm. uh, because it hasn't happened. I'll probably finish it and I'll play it and it's still probably one of Rockstar's best games. I just don't... I think Rockstar didn't learn a lot about what's happening in the open world space around it mm. and that's why a lot of its stuff feels very old and dated yeah even though people go oh it's purposeful and methodical that's fine it just it's not engaging so mm. that's not on my list Man. yeah that's not on my list um, we did even though it's a good game what other games what have you played that didn't make your top five i just want to give a shout out to fortnite because fortnite. even though like it's not in my top five even though i played it a it lot won best this year. ongoing game it did it's I don't know. It's it's Fortnite. Like it's it's not art. Technically, it <laughs> is, but you know, it's not art. Um, and I don't know. Like I, as much as I love the game, I don't think it's left as much of an impression on me as the other five games I chose for uh, my top five. Okay. Like yeah, it's got I've got great stories from it, but it's it's a game that I'm going to play probably next year and maybe mm. the year after and the year after, depending on how you know they go, how mm. how, how mm. well Epic support this game. Um, so yeah, it's not to say the game is bad it's definitely like game of the year material it's just not my game of the year so yeah. I do want to give it a shout out because Fortnite's great I love Fortnite I think uh, two games that I also went on my list uh, Tetris Effect 100% oh, like ooh. I've never been a fan of Tetris number one Tetris heading podcast as we started oh, you know? yes we re-rebranded re- <laughs> yeah I, Tetris Effect is the first Tetris game that I've really really clicked with and it's unsurprising that it's Enhance that did that because mm. Enhance and um Tetsuya Mizuguchi is a Mizu- yeah Mizuguchi. Um, they make incredible games. Uh, mm. Luminous is awesome. Um, Race is awesome. So yeah, Tetris Effect is fucking great. Mm. It's one of my favorite games of the year. And it's Tetris. Oh, I need to pick it up. So yeah, it's super awesome. And the other one is a a little indie game called The Forest. <gasps> the Forest. Oh really yeah, the you love The Forest. Survival game on the island with a really cryptic story, and you can play it co-op and. Just its use of sound and horror is top great. Notch. And also just really good survival. Yeah. Like, you know, I still feel like I have to forage and survive, but I never feel like it's all annoying to do. It always yeah. has a purpose. Um, it's a really good game. And I'm glad that it's it's out on consoles now. Uh, you can grab it on PS4. I've, I've got it. I still need to play it. It's really, really good. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed The Forest uh, much more than... Other survival games like uh, Rust, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Forest is really good, and I, you know, a lot of people spoke about it when it came out. I think, um, I think the fact that it was in early access for a long time like kind of diluted its impact, but it is one hundred percent a game you should play. Mm. It's really good. Ten out of ten. Yeah, would give. I gave it an eight. Oh, another game I want to give a shout out to is Bayonetta. <gasps> Get, Can you get, believe we didn't get Bayonetta 3 news this year? I know. Ah! What the hell, man? What the hell? I'm still... I've got to go back to Bayonetta 2. I played that for about oh, three man. hours. Got oh, distracted. Oh, I actually also played that this year. Bayonetta yeah. 1. Two. Oh, 2. Yeah, yeah. 2. Yeah. The thing is, Bayonetta 1's one of the best action games I've played. Yeah. But the thing is, it's... Like, to me, it's... I don't want to... Like, I know it sounds like a negative. I don't want to just say it's just an action game. I dare you. But the thing is, the other games that I've put on my list, it's more than just like an action adventure. It's more than just an RPG. There's like a, a big story there. It's really like stuck with me. Mm. It was Bayonetta. Mm. I played it and I loved it. I was like, cool, Bayonetta. And then when I was finished it, I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm going to move on. story is bonkers. Like, <laughs> it's, batshit crazy. It's like in in the good way, but it, it's nothing. It's not a game that I've three months later gone, huh, yeah, I can't believe this happened in Bayonetta. No, 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 no. It's more like Bayonetta 2. I'm like, cool. It's more of the same. I'm enjoying yeah. it, but it's not on my 
that character action is it's really good sublime yeah like devil may cry doesn't touch it i think um it's just it feels so good mm. i absolutely love it yeah bayonetta 2 um i played this year for the first time because i played the first one on wii u bayonetta 2 is great bayonetta 2 is so good i mean coming coming straight from the first one you can feel like it's the, it's the same there. it's the same thing but it's better it's better they, it's just refined tighter everything. it's it's got a crazier story mm. which makes no sense but man i fell in i I can't. I'm so glad there's a third one, mm. and I can't wait for yeah. that. Like Nintendo, everyone is saying Nintendo Switch had a bad second year. Mm. I don't agree. Yeah, uh, because you know Smash is awesome. And <laughs> Pokemon Let's Go surprised everyone with being incredible, mm. and we got Bayonetta one and two ports. We got uh, Treasure Toad Tracker ports. Mm. Like this year, a lot of ports, but really yeah. good ones. Yeah. But the future of Switch is like a new Luigi's Mansion. Bayonetta 3, Metroid, mm. rumors of all Metroid Primes being remastered. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. Yeah, and obviously there are going to be... Rumors about a new Zelda being developed. Yeah, and already. there'll definitely be a new Mario game sometime. Like, Maybe a 2D Mario yeah. or something. The, the next year for Switch could be huge. Mm. Could be Metroid I mean, and Bayonetta next year. And I think, I think it's unfair to say the second year is bad when last, Switch's launch was just really good. Switch's like, launch is one of the best launches uh, Nintendo just yeah, pulled like no stops... Flipping Mario, Odyssey, Mario Zelda, and Splatoon Zelda, Breath 2. of the Wild and Splatoon. Oh, so good. Like, Breath of the Wild, like last year, my two top games were both Nintendo games. Mm. Like, Breath of the Wild blew everything out the water. It wasn't even a competition. Yeah. And Mario Odyssey was incredible. Mm. Like, Tight it, it made Horizon Zero Dawn an ex- one of the best PS4 exclusives look like nothing, mm. you know, next to them. So, yeah, the Switch yeah. is good. So good. And Smash, man. Next year. Oh, we're going to play some more Smash. Yeah, yeah. So <gasps> We're going to end off with, um, with uh, some questions we didn't answer last week. But before that, if you want to send us your Game of the Year picks, your top three, your top five, your top ten. Oh, yeah, do your that. Top 20. We'll read them on here. you play 50 games this year? Your top 50? Top 50. DM us. Slide into our DMs <sighs> at Checkpoint Chat on Twitter. Or mm-hmm. just tweet us at Checkpoint Chat. Or leave us a comment on Facebook. You don't even have to... That, sorry, this you don't have to wait for a, a tweet or question. Just send us yeah, a tweet or something. Just say, be like, here's my top five. Mm, you were wrong. Yeah. We'll discuss. We'll I'll discuss. put I'll put out a, a tweet. Yeah, what what were your top games? Yeah. Just let us know. We will. Um, you can also reach us at facebook.com slash checkpoint chat or mm-hmm. email us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shift out the cobwebs. We've got to reset the timer soon. I didn't check the email this days. week. No, I didn't see anything. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm glad it's you check. Seven days since the last email. <laughs> so, so we're all gonna die now. Yeah. Seven days. Yeah. Checkpoint chat podcast at gmail.com. Yes. If you don't know. Okay. Let be us... with the question that we missed last week. Okay. So we've got more from Megs. He says, What is your beverage of choice? Caption Barbosa tends to sample different beers on some occasions, but what about Matthew? Is he a secret porto connoisseur? A secret what? Uh porto connoisseur. Port. Port oh, connoisseur. Port. Yeah. I don't like port wine here. Huh? What? I really you don't. Bad like port Portuguese wine. I think shit. Well, that's a hot take. Mm. Uh, mm. What is your drink of choice, though? Alcoholic or non-alcoholic? No, why not both? both. Why okay. not both? Um, I like beers. Um, mm-hmm. I like vice beers. If I had to drink a beer, vice beers my my go-to. Uh, I don't I know it. what beer I like. My my beer of choice is Castle Light. I just love Castle Light. Yeah, you did Castle Light. Um, it's refreshing. If, if I'm going, yeah, there's like a draft of Castle Light. Mm, it's is, super it's great. Restaurants do it. Like everywhere has it. Yeah. So mm. it's always a go-to. Um, if I want fancy craft beer, Jack Black is my 
Well, Jack staple. Black's Atlantic Vice is very That's good. Uh, Jack yeah. Black's just great. Um, um, we have a lot of good beers locally. Yeah. yeah. My, my, my guilty pleasure drink, which I know I'll get laughed at, is Red Square. The silver bottle. Disgusting. I, I really enjoy it. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, why does vodka. everyone hate it so much? Red Bull and vodka. <laughs> it's delicious. I just oh, love the God. taste. Mm. I do a, I do like a good whiskey from time to time. Mm. I'm, not, um, I'm not like a big whiskey or I'm not either, person, but yeah. that's what I got trashed on the wedding the other day. <laughs> I just decided to just drink. And now you're a whiskey because expert. I'm like I'm like I hardly drink, and now I'm trying to get like I'm working out a lot more and trying to lose weight. So I don't want to like I love gin and tonics. Mm. Like gin and tonics are my fucking go-to, but tonic water's got a lot of sugar, man. Oh yeah. So if I'm gonna drink and get hammered, I'll just drink whiskey. Yeah. And who boy did oh, I drink? Did you whiskey. get? <laughs> did you get? Who boy? Who boy? Did you get? Hammered? People giving me tequila shots. Who boy? Oh no. Um, tequila. Mm, but yeah, I, I don't drink much because like firstly I hate. Like, I hate getting drunk. And I've also got this weird thing that I developed. Where you punch your mark. Yes. Inexplicably. That. I've got this weird thing, and I Googled it the other day. It's a, apparently a real thing. Um, alcohol causes the sensitivity in my jaw. Oh, yeah? So, depending... I, it, at first, it used to just be some wines, but now it's extended to a lot of different types. Sometimes when I drink, I'll have this sensitivity in my jaw to the point where I can't really eat because it oh, just yeah? hurts. Oh, is um, it like a gland thing? Yeah, it's like a gland thing. So it feel, I get, it I get that like as well. The, yeah, so it feels like it's almost where your jaw like connects. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and they get, they get super sensitive. Yes. Okay, yeah. I have so, the exact same thing. So I Googled that and apparently it's a common thing. You can develop over age, whatever. You can't really fix it. What and is it? It's just a, it's like a, an, a chemical reaction to alcohol content. I've never tied it to alcohol though i must pay Mine's attention because I, I've, I've had it where sometimes where you swallow or sometimes they're just like it's just like you this feel, hardcore yeah. intensity like the stinging and know? it's it's yeah but i don't know if it's like i wouldn't say it's pain but it's like an it's unbearable un- it's, yeah, it's an unbearable feeling yeah. yeah so sometimes i'll have a beer i'll be like oh that's fine and as soon as yeah. i sip the next beer yeah. it's like yeah. searing pain yeah but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, definitely alcohol for me. <laughs> definitely. I must check that out. Yeah. That's interesting. And it happens a lot with uh, beer, like carbonated, or like fizzier uh, alcohol. So beer mm. does it a lot. Wine does it a lot, but whiskey I seem to be fine with. Huh. So yeah, I'll try to stick to that. Okay. Uh, non-alcoholic. I am a fan of Red Bull. I really <sighs> love Red Bull. You shit on me for drinking Red Bull and vodka. That's but... fucking shit for your heart. <laughs> horrible but you drink straight up red bull i'm diluting no, no, mine with vodka at least. it's horrible <laughs> uh, i love red bull and i love breezer you need a breezer still having, my parents went to princesa the other day and they were going to bring they brought me back sumol oh so mm. good uh they're going to bring me back breezer but they're it's still 52 though. rand a bottle so i was Very like uh, yeah. yeah no fuck that yeah. um but yeah i like a coke as well coke is coke always goes down well mm-hmm. there's a guilty pleasure drink oros I love Oros. Have you ever made Oros with sparkling water? Yes. Yeah, that's what my we do at, at Lenska's house. Oh my God. It's that's so all good. we do is with this Oros and sparkling so water. Good. It is so good. <laughs> Someone on Twitter the other day said drinking sparkling water is like drinking TV static. And I oh my gosh. Agree. I laughed. That was so funny. Because <laughs> it is. I, I'm not a big fan of sparkling water. But anyone who drinks sparkling water, black like, no, it's an acquired taste. Oh, fuck off. Like, no, nah, I'd rather just drink water. I don't need the... I, I'm drinking sparkling water because, like I said, instead of drinking Coke, but I still want the bubbles. So yeah. Sparkling water because it's like healthy. So. But it's, it's like drinking TV static. <laughs> it's great. It's TV static comparison. dancing in my tongue. <laughs> best comparison ever. Okay, next question. The best question. meme of the week was still that coughing cat. That's oh. <laughs> how little kids cough. Fuck, <laughs> I died. So good. Because I laughed. I should tweet that. I'll find it. <laughs> 
Uh, next one from Migs. He says, Caption Barbos, have you checked out the Beetle HW PSX module and retro? What? Arc? Sorry, repeat that? I don't know. You might want to read it. Beetle HW PSX module and retro arc. Okay, so I listen to a lot of Giant Bomb and they talk a lot about retro stuff. I'm mm. not that into retro stuff, retro so stuff, I have yeah. no idea what that is. I'm very sorry. I, it sounds mm. like some retro module for maybe an FPGA yeah. or something like that. Just for emulating or something. Probably. Yeah. I, I don't know enough about that. No Even me. Here. No one here. Very sorry, Mix. Okay, next, the final one from Mix. He says, Caption Barbosa hates spiders and to an extent. And to an extent, so does Matthew Fick. I hate spiders too. <laughs> I hate <laughs> them more. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate them more. Um, but what about animals? Are there any that you simply don't like at all? Uh, I don't know. There's none that come to mind that I don't like. Like, like I know, like my mother's very is petrified of snakes. Mm. Um, doesn't want them dead, but kind of doesn't want to be near them. Um, That's the same with me and spiders. I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah, want just, them dead. Just, I just, just don't, don't want you to be near me. Yeah, like um, I'm terrified if you're under my toilet seat. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Australia, man, fuck that shit. But rule number one: always check under the toilet mm-hmm. toilet lid. Mm-hmm. To make sure. Um, there's no animals that I. I don't like, no. I yeah, like, nothing I like, comes I to mind. So. No, me too. I mean, there's nothing that comes to mind. I'm like, yeah, that animal yep. just needs Fuck to die. <laughs> you, know, you know, could die, although I'm pretty sure they're very mosquitoes. important. Mosquitoes. Yes. Okay. Very we, important we for can the agree. ecosystem, but mosquitoes are can they, Are they important for the ecosystem? Well, yeah, they're food for spiders. But can't spiders go vegetarian and eat something else? Well, you, <laughs> listen, they eat mosquitoes. Do you want them to eat us instead? You're right. Yeah, mosquitoes exactly. are very necessary. Mosquitoes are fine. <laughs> Um, but no, I but, love, love dogs. Do you know, here's a, here's a fun fact. I'm reading up on Horizon Zero Dawn lore. In that timeline... Robot was, mosquitoes? No, they eradicated mosquitoes. <gasps> so on the wiki, it's so funny. It's like, this was established. This research happened. Blah, blah, blah. Like the robots did this. This research happened. Mm-hmm. And then at one mm-hmm. bullet point, is like, um, mosquitoes are eradicated from, from the planet. So I'm like, wow. So like, why was that a... The story points. Like I'm, I might have missed. World celebrated for a year. Yeah, but I might have missed the audio log, but I don't remember that. And I wonder if it had any other reason. Like knock-on impact. But I laugh because it's like all these important things like, yeah, this happened and this person's then born. And, and it's like, and then mosquitoes were eliminated. <laughs> I was like, whoa, okay, maybe they're not that important. If scientists in this game deemed them, you know, important. worthy yeah. of extermination. <laughs> Well, like, you, I mean, we know that bees are very important. Yeah, no, that, that, that bees, I know. bees, the earth would die in like three years or some mm. shit. Like, yeah, because they pollinate the plants. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, mosquitoes, I don't know. Robotic mosquitoes, that just terrifies me. I don't me. know. Uh, but yeah, um, I dig. Yeah, I dig animals. Yeah. They're cool. They're cool. They're cool. Yeah, they're cool. They're cool, fam. They're okay, cool. and la- cool. last cool. question from uh, at John Michael Catlin. John Michael Michael. John, John Michael from who I work it, with. Does he, do, does he have two Michaels in his name? No, it's just John Michael. You just say John Michael Michael. Did I say John Michael Michael? All the time. John Michael. What? You're lying. I'm going to listen to this when you When you arrived today, <laughs> you said John Michael Michael. <laughs> Maybe there's an echo. Maybe I say John Michael Michael. <laughs> I think you I say John know. Michael Michael. It's very fun to say. John, John Michael Michael. John, well, I'm going to call him editor. JMM. <laughs> Mr. Carlton. I really thought that was his name. <laughs> now, like John for, Michael for months, Michael. I was like, why do you have two Michaels in your name? Oh, no. He says, I always like the idea of new genres being created in gaming. So Metroidvania is a, Metroidvania is a classic example and Souls-like mm-hmm. being a recent one. Mm-hmm. Can you guys think of some new and hip phrases to describe our games? Ubi-like, Garbagevania. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
with Fallout seventy six, we can uh, oh, rebrand man. them. Call call the studio uh, Bethesda. I'll be I'll be the first to say that I think like genres are pretty shit at the moment. Like mm. because every game has a component of something. So the moniker of RPG can be applied to everything. so many places. Like RPG just used to be like character progression and skills and stuff mm. like that. But that's in so many open world games that aren't RPGs. Yeah. Like. Assassin's Creed Odyssey feels very much like an RPG. And it, Odyssey is pretty much very... Fuck, why was Odyssey in best action game and Monster Hunter in best, in best RPG? RPG? <laughs> they should have been swapped. I don't know, I don't know. Jeff Keighley, my dude. Well, what, is, what is going on here? Fucking hell. Anyway, that's my rant. Uh, <laughs> genres are weird. I don't know. Because they cross pollen. Like, like even Dark Souls. You could, you could say Dark Souls in a way is like a Metroidvania. Because mm. you need... You unlock... Uh, shortcuts to different areas you've got an all encompassing map that you can explore at your mm. own pace um and even like castlevania like castlevania just has the sense of progression like yeah i don't know i don't know like how would you what, what genre would you give god of war yeah it ticks a lot of boxes it's like an action adventure open world rpg rpg yeah i mean i think i think god of war has a lot more role-playing than some RPGs out yeah. there, like, and same with Horizon Zero Dawn, you've got these but, skill trees. So, is it an RPG? Is it? And it's, but it's actually funny you mentioned it because God of War is never really described as an RPG. No, not at all. I mean, there's no, you don't level up. It's just your gear, really. Yeah. But still, there's, that's an element of. But RPG. I think I think it comes down to like RPG is role playing. So, mm. in my view, when I play a Fallout or a Dragon Age, yeah, that's role playing. I'm role playing because I'm rolling that character mm. in whatever way you want. God of War is like cool i'm changing his stats in certain ways but i'm still playing kratos, kratos yeah. and i'm not really affecting how his character is mm. progressing so you see that's why that to me is the distinction yeah between, that that's probably a better distinction though yeah i feel so i don't know uh genres are weird but if you had to come up with genre there's definitely a argument to be made of ubisoft having its own genre of open world yeah. games that it really does. All like the games are like the Watch same. Watchdogs and, and <laughs> Far Cry. And, and not to say that, you know, they're all the same and they're all bad. Ubisoft has hit this really great formula. Mm. I think um, they've influenced open world design far more than people realize. Like Horizon Zero Dawn has walking watchtowers. Mm. They contextualize in a different way, but they serve the same it's purpose. Uh, walking, and that's yeah. a Ubisoft thing. Like, mm. um, But Ubisoft open world's all really good, I think. Mm. I think Watch Dogs is really good. I don't like Far Cry. Um <gasps> Not excited for the new one? Nah. <laughs> Fuck right. <yeah. laughs> um, Assassin's Creed is really good. No, mm. And I can't wait to see what they do with like games Spl like Splinter, Splinter Cell. Oh, what? Oh my God. 2019's the year we Happen, get a Sam, Sam Fisher please, back. Please. Or, so we, or, or we get Steep too. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sam Fisher on the slopes. Uh, yeah, that's the Splinter Cell I want. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. No, no, no new genres come to mind, but I do agree with you that Every game tries to fit, like, not every game, but a lot of games try to fit to every genre now. Like, trying to appeal to more nothing, people? Yeah, nothing puts me off more, actually, than when, when we're going through new game releases. You and I both laugh. It's like, what is this game? Let's look it up. And it's like, uh, the new open world, top-down, yeah, RPG, action, adventure, survival, role-playing game. From, and it's like, Roguelike. Like, what? Yeah. You can't be, I mean, you can have elements from all those things, but, like, pick one or two that really mm. defines what you are. Mm. You know, it's like God of War, yes, maybe there's RPG elements, but it's an action-adventure game. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. that's what it is, you know? 
Monster Hunter, I don't know. I've never played it, but you it's would not say, a fucking role-playing game. It's not game. a role-playing game. Maybe an action game. Yeah, 100%. Okay? But you could then argue, no, but it, if you want to tick all the genres, like it's an open-world app action adventure. Like, yeah, fine, it does tick all those boxes, but it's not all of those things exclusively. And I don't you, know. If you look at our, our lists for top five, a lot of them that are on there are games that are far more focused on one mm. element. Like, Celeste is a platformer. Yeah. Like, there is no combat in that game. Yeah. No, it is a platformer. And Hollow Knight knows exactly what it wants to be. It's like big world, um, exploration, and simplistic combat. Mm. Simplistic combat with tough enemies. It's not like, oh, now we're going to be a character action game with all these yeah. massive combos. Uh, now you're going to be upgrading your character in terms of levels and stuff like that. It's like, we understand. Yes, we yes, we is, are yeah. restraining ourselves, you mm. know? Because it could have done that. It could have, It really yeah. could have added that and even, on. even Spider-Man, to an extent, restrains itself in a way. Like, you've still got these weird, like, tower things and whatever. But mm. at the end of the day, everything that you're doing in Spider-Man is Spider-Man. Mm. Like, I am breaking up crimes. I'm swinging around the city. Spider-Man. And, you know, it's open world. But he's not doing ancillary. Okay, I lie. There's certain things in that game that are already stupid. Like, the stupid pipe game for hacking things is dumb. And I hate it. <laughs> um it all kind of fits within who he is. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, these games that try aim for all these different... And just don't work. But we got a new well, genre this, work, this year and last year. It's like Battle Royale is a genre. Mm. Even though, like, it's so weird that that's a genre, even though to me it's just a mode. It's like calling it's Capture mode, yeah. the Flag a, a genre. Yeah. But, <laughs> that's so funny. That's, that's what it is. So, that's actually, I think... It was yesterday, John Michael, so who Michael asked us the question, John Michael Michael, he was saying to me, like, he can't wrap his head around the fact that Battle Royals, like, so Counter-Strike's getting a Battle Royale mode. Oh, yeah, okay. I saw that, yeah. So, but now Which it's getting, weird. like, all this buzz, like, whoa, Battle Royale mode coming from How many people in a map? I think it's, like, 18 or 20. Yeah, because their maps aren't too big, so. I don't know, but it's, like, like that fucking they, they're, like, shouting from the rooftops, like, wow, it's got a Battle Royale mode. He's, yeah. like, it's like a game coming out and being, like, hey, have you seen how you capture the flag mode? Yeah, that's it's just, exactly it's what it is. It's a mode, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> because the, like, the, I think the way it changed, and and this is why these, these sub-genres happen, is because they change the industry in a fundamental mm. way. Like Dark Souls, like Souls-like is a moniker used as a genre because Dark Souls... Like influence. Yeah, yeah, it influenced so many games. Mm. And like it is so different on its own that when a game mimics it, you go... That's very similar to Dark Souls. Yeah. In the same way that Castlevania and Metroid kind of fed off each other yeah, for a little Metroidvania. bit. Yeah, Metroidvania. Yeah. I mean, so, that's probably like the first genre. Yeah, like, the, the like genre, yeah. the genre, mix, even though it's got a weird contentious, mm. um, but like that's where it comes from. You look at, um, you look at first person shooters and, you know, back in the day, everything was a Doom clone mm. or a Wolfenstein clone because there was no moniker for first person shooting. Yeah. Now it is first-person shooters, but you have your, you know, your different degrees of it. Do you have your Doom or this? Like, how many times I've seen a, a game where it's fast-paced action and they go, oh, this is kind of like Doom, even now in mm. 20, 20, like, yeah. 18. It's like, no, it's just a fast-paced first-person yeah. shooter. It's different to Call of Duty. Yeah. Like, those sorts of things just, they're easier for people to make comparisons, but they sometimes sell the game short. Yeah. Like, even when I was talking about Ashen, I'm like, oh, it's a Souls-like with Journey. Yeah. So what is it? It's an exploration combat game. You know, <laughs> How dare you? With yeah. Battle Royale coming with later. Battle Royale. But I, it's easier saying a Souls-like because immediately you go, okay, hard combat, methodical, slow, mm. 
it describes it way better. Yeah. So, so that's, I don't know if it answers your question, but hey. <laughs> I still think Ubisoft as a genre works. Yeah. The Ubi genre. U- and it's a good Ubi. genre. People who give Ubisoft shit, I feel like haven't really been focusing on how great their games have been mm. lately. They haven't, Odyssey was great. Watch Dogs 2 was great. People loved Far Cry 5. I didn't like mm. Far Cry 5. They're just hitting all these good notes with all yeah. of their games. Yeah. So bring it. The time is right for Splinter Cell. Fuck yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Bring it, bring it. I'm sure it will happen. We done. Wow. So this is our shortest episode ever. Hot damn. Well, after our longest one ever on the mm. last one. Jesus. Mm. I mean, if you put these two together and split them in half, it's basically like well, two we normal it out. It's great. episodes. Yeah. Oh. So obviously no games news and games releases because... Everyone's on holiday. Everyone's everyone's here and everyone's on holiday. Everyone's everyone's here playing Smash. Mm. We'll uh, we'll keep it updated on what's going to happen during Christmas and New mm. Year's. But plans for now is to record when I get back on the twenty second of December. Mm. I get back on the twenty first, but Saturday will be the twenty second. So yeah. that is the we'll plan see. for we'll now. Talk. But we'll keep locked on them social media channels for more mm. updates. Yes. Yeah. And if you don't hear anything from social media, just poke our channel so I can be reminded to mm, mm. stop being on holiday and actually post stuff. And if we don't record anything, have a great Christmas or holiday season, mm. depending on what you celebrate. Enjoy the time off. It's enjoy so nice. the time. Yeah. Actually, just doesn't matter if it's Christmas or holidays. Just enjoy just the, the time off. Just call it the just festive season. Yeah, the festive mm. season. Just enjoy the time off. It's a good time. And have a safe and happy New Year's. Mm. Yes. Um, very safe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Otherwise, uh, we'll see you. Thank you for sticking with Check my chat. Yeah, I'll see Hot you next damn. year. Unless we, have know, a, unless we have another episode. Unless we have another ep- maybe <laughs> episode. We'll, maybe we'll record a five-minute message saying goodbye. Goodbye, Felicia. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> goodbye. Bye.